Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Agnes Drew, here today with Jennifer Long, who has a story to tell you that we've known about for a while, but uh, which we weren't sure if we should bring you. It's day 690 since we came back on the air, and the story you're about to hear is... Well, it's disturbing, to say the least, on so many levels. To begin with, there's graphic violence and some unpleasant situations. So if you think this will bother you, you might want to tune in tomorrow instead. Jennifer, are you ready? Yes, I think so. Thank you for letting me tell my story. So as everyone who listens to the show regularly knows, we live in Gipstein Lighthouse out in the Sound. It's inconvenient, but we're willing to put up with that in exchange for the safety it affords us. Not many people have boats to come over, and zombies can't get there because of the water. Or so we thought. In all the time we've lived there, there's really only been one incident where any of us felt in any danger. It was the time a guy came and tried to take over. We offered to share and help him, but he just said, I don't share... And there was a fight, and I ended up killing him, which was one of the most traumatic things I've ever had to do. I sometimes still find myself thinking about it. We haven't had any trouble since then. At least, until a few weeks ago, when we had an invader. I will never understand how or why anyone would do anything like this, but... The guy somehow tied two zombies to the back of a boat and then towed them to the lighthouse in the middle of the night. Of course, when they were in the water, they were inanimate. But when he reached the shore, he dragged them up onto dry land and they reanimated. He then ran up to the lighthouse and made noise to attract them. Mercutio warned me there was something wrong. Mercutio is a guard cat now. What a good kitty. We can't thank you enough. For that cat, Agnes. He's a constant source of joy, and in this case, he probably saved our lives. He doesn't like the smell of zombies, which we found out after coming home from a scavenging run where we'd had a run-in with a couple. They'd actually managed to get their hands on us. We'd escaped, but Mercutio hated the smell of the clothes we were wearing and pitched a fit whenever we tried to wear them again, no matter how many times we washed them. We ended up having to burn them. Anyway, he sleeps with me, and when they got into the house, he started hissing and spitting. I jumped up and got to the children and mom, and we grabbed our weapons and headed downstairs. The zombies heard us and started for us. While we were fighting them, the man must have slipped into the house and hid. After we put them down, we needed to take a break. Putting zombies down inside your house does things to you mentally, especially when you never thought you'd see them there at all. Home is supposed to be safe. Our home especially. Zombies are not supposed to cross water. After we sat for a few minutes, we dragged them out and dumped them into the ocean. Then we went back in the house. Listeners, We want to give everyone one last bit of advice before Jennifer proceeds. We're getting to the really bad part of the story. Tune out now if you're not ready for it. I was the first one in. As soon as I cleared the door, he hit me hard across the mouth and almost knocked me out. I hit the door frame and fell. 
Then he grabbed my daughter and threw her down on the floor and hit my mother in the stomach. He hit her so hard he cracked a rib or two. My son, Josh, had stayed behind to finish up with the disposal of the zombies. He heard the commotion and his sister screaming and ran to the house. The guy's back was to the door. Josh saw him and and did the only thing he could do. He ran his spear through the guy from behind. Listeners, if you've never had to do something like this before, we hope you never have to. When you stab someone either with a spear or a knife, it isn't like in the movies. There's blood everywhere. Blood splattered all of us. It splattered the walls, ceiling, and floor. Everything. Josh pulled his spear out and dragged the man out. Then he threw up. And then he started crying. From talking to people who have been in war, this is a normal response, so I don't think any less of him for it, but... But a 15-year-old boy shouldn't have to deal with something like this. We're supposed to be safe out there. That was the whole point. Jennifer, I'm so sorry. Josh started getting very moody, not eating, not sleeping, and keeping to himself. And then the nightmare started. He would wake up screaming and in a cold sweat. I knew he had some kind of post-traumatic stress from the incident, and I needed to get him some help. I remembered that Anna had talked about one of her kids having PTSD a while back and a support group. The ZAA, Zombie Apocalypse Anonymous. That's the one. So I took him over there. Rockport's not just down the street, as you all know, so we were out there for about a month. Thankfully, we passed one of the Mennonite trading groups on the way, and they were able to send some people out to the lighthouse to stay with my mom and daughter. Josh is getting better, and we've been home for a few days now, but we will have to come back every so often so we can talk. PTSD is a real problem. I had a hard enough time with my own experience with violence. I can't imagine trying to go through it at his age, but it can be helped. Many people suffer from it, probably more than we know, because the zombies provide plenty of trauma, and a lot of people are trying to suck it up and not look weak so they won't get the help they need. If any listener is suffering from PTSD, please get help. It's not weak to take care of yourself. Not everything has to be done alone. Jennifer, thank you so much for coming by to tell your story in person. I know it wasn't easy, and I hope Josh keeps making progress. I feel like this is the kind of thing that never fully heals. That he'll always have a scar in his soul, but scars don't make us bad people. I know he didn't want to come on the air today, but I want to go talk to him. So let's wrap this up, okay? Okay. Thanks, Agnes. No problem. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope... This has been Agnes Drew and Jennifer Long. Take care of each other.